Hello and welcome to the Walk in Love podcast. I am TJ. And I'm Brooke. And today we are going to talk about quarantine self, soul care, soul care, not self-care. I almost said self-care, but that's, that's the opposite. Thanks for the assist, babe. Hello. Welcome. <laughs> Brooke just looked at me with wide eyes For being sure like, you, you are, are a dumb, dumb, dummy, dumb. That was really the eyes that you gave me. The dumb, dumb, dummy, well, dumb it eyes. Such a <laughs> it was a mistake. We are going to talk about soul, soul care, care versus self But then I was like, I wanted to talk about qu- like how it relates True, to quarantine. quarantine. And so then I was like, I'll just, I'll add more words that I didn't write. Mm. It's usually the only line that I read this whole time, minus the reviews. And I messed it up. Well, so, but we're not, we're not going to re-record. Nope. We're just going for it. The, the light is red. <laughs> so here we are. Here we are. Welcome. Welcome in the basement. <clears throat> Thank you for listening. Some of you might have checked on Monday for this podcast and see one that didn't come out on Monday because we mm. released a special Thursday podcast. Titanic. Titanic themed, themed podcast. <laughs> we thought, what's a bit, what's, what should what's we talk? What's a hot topic? Yeah. How about the Titanic VHS box set? Oh, so we, we went, went there. there. <laughs> jinx. Wow. Um, Did you used to say jinx? I owe you a Coke. Jinx, you owe me a Coke. Or you, or owe, you me owe me a Coke. Coke. Yeah. 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 And did you actually ever give anybody no. a Coke? No. I mean, who has Coke lying around? Uh, psh, not me. I don't drink soda. I did get a message from someone that says, hey, my wife drinks a lot of soda. <laughs> Will you send her a message and tell her what you did to stop? And I was just like... Which is a kind Kind thought. thing. Like he wants to just encourage his wife. Yeah. But she's not asking me. Right. So you so just like, randomly yeah, just, say, hey, I've been watching you. Hey, cold call. Hey, hey, Lisa, this is TJ. Yeah. I'm just going to tell you how, got back. how I quit soda. What if her name's actually Lisa? That'd be insane. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Um, but quitting soda was a good call on mm-hmm. my behalf. I think what really helped me was you once told me this we're off to an interesting start that <laughs> it's okay. We're, we're you, not re-recording. So here we are. Here we are. That if you drink soda regularly, yes. you have to lose an extra 20 pounds a year to stay the same weight or something like Correct. that. Correct. I want to say it was more like 10 or 15, but it was significant. Yeah. And once you told me that, I was like, man, yeah. I'm already like, that is just what that adds up to. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, okay, yeah, I need to, I need to be done with and it. And you have been thinner ever since. Ever since. Hey, oh. Brooke's also thinner now. She wears a small instead of a medium, which a lot <laughs> of people noticed. And which they're like, sweet. I don't understand. Brooke used to always be a medium. Yeah. Are these shirts smaller? And I'm like, no, no, just Brooke is. <laughs> and, to, and to be like totally transparent, I've been in between a small and a medium. Yeah. Like I could wear a small in try-ons previously. Right. I just, I'm not comfortable doing everyday life in a small. Yeah. Now I am, but I yeah. wasn't. And so I was like, I should show right. the one I wear. But you have lost weight and you look fantastic. Thank you. It's amazing. I'm really proud of you. Thank um, you. Anyways, can we just say it together? Wow, 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 wow. wow, 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 wow. Um, the response to the collection has been incredible. It's still available right now. Yep. If you are a podcast listener, go back and listen to that bonus episode of the podcast <laughs> to find the secret code hidden within. Um, it's good. The code is good. It's yeah. wor- It's going to make you chuckle, I think. But, um, yeah, I, I don't might have to like dive deep. <laughs> <laughs> I would, it took me that long to get there. Oh, man. Like the, there's a joke in there yeah. about... 
The code has sunk. But I was like, that's not it. That's not funny at all. Um, the code is Titanic themed. <laughs> spoiler alert. Um, spoiler alert. The code is a spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> um, but I, I'm not usually one that doesn't have words to correct, like exclaim. Oh, oh. yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> go on. Go sorry. on. I'm saying. sorry. I'm sorry. Just keep going. I mean, I know you will, but just go. <laughs> <laughs> it, but it's hard for me to explain how I'm feeling. Yeah. How, you know, because like I can always just be like, I'm, it's amazing. It's incredible. You guys are awesome, which is right. all true. Yeah. But the, the feeling that I'm feeling because of the response to this collection yeah. is that it, it's like that God is so faithful mm. that being that, that leaning into who he created you to be is the best thing that you can do. And I'm not saying that if you do that, you're going to have success financially. Oh, right. Yeah. You know, and I'm not saying that God is faithful because of this financial success that we're having. Right. It, I'm just saying that like what I'm feeling is like all those hard decisions that we kept making, which mm-hmm. felt like forever. It wasn't really that long, but right. th- those decisions have been, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like. Uh, reinforced or okay, no, that's yeah. not it. Um, I'm not sure, but they just feel so right. They feel like they yeah. were the right decisions and they were the hard decisions. but, but God has sort of like honored, been honored those decisions and been faithful to us. And I just feel just this overwhelming sense of peace and joy and contentment, not just because of the success, but just because of like the steps that we took to get to this place that we are. And, yeah. and it makes me want to continue it. Oh yeah. In such like a, like even a, like a more vigorous way of just like, man, it is so worth it to lean into what God has for you, regardless of maybe success in the, in the traditional sense, because of the peace and the joy and the contentment that it brings. Like it is so worth it. And I'm that, that's sort of like the emotion that I'm feeling attached to the collection being received. Well, it's like, I'm feeling all those emotions again, that like it's confirmation. There's the word confirmation. Oh yes, I did did it. it. Confirmation. It just feels like so much confirmation and it makes me just want to like dive deeper into to what Jesus is calling us, who he's calling us to be and mm-hmm. what he's calling us to do and dive deeper with open arms and open hands and just say, you know, what do you want from us, Lord? Because I think there was a long period of time in in my life where I, I would say, what do you want from me, Lord? But, but I, I, I'm like, like imagine my hands being sort of like gripped tight, white knuckled and be like, what do you want from me, Lord? If you can squeeze it into these white knuckled hands, I'll do it. You know, not being willing to let go of what I was holding on to and come to him with open hands and saying, what do you want from me, Lord? I'm ready to, to carry or to catch or to do whatever you need me to do. And so I feel just so much confirmation in that. And I'm just, yeah, I'm just so thankful for, the audience that we have and, and, and I want to honor you guys. And yeah, I'm just, it's, I'm overwhelmed. Yeah. You're not really saying anything. Well, I, well you're, <laughs> you just said you really have words and I was letting you have your words. No, I was saying I don't have words. Yeah. But then you had a lot of words. <laughs> yeah. So I was letting you say them. Yeah. <laughs> no lifeline there. <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry. Me. No. <laughs> How do you feel about <laughs> <laughs> I feel great. Did we just switch places? Oh, What's going on? 
No, I really do. It's been, I mean, I told you the word I feel is I feel, I feel honored in like several senses of the word. I feel, you know, like, like you would say, oh my word, I'm so honored. Like that, right. that is how I feel to our audience and our customers and our people who just love us and follow along and then shop from us like that. Like it's, it's more than grateful. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm truly honored that people buy the things that we create. But then I do feel like you were saying this confirmation, this honoring of everything we've done in the last, you know, year, almost year and a half, mm -hmm. the decisions we've made and the lifestyle changes we've done just, yeah. Yeah. I feel honored in that. Mm -hmm. So it's like, Double, it's good. Yeah, it's double good. honored. And there was part of me that was scared of like, oh, we're not sending influ influencers this time. Yeah. You know, we're going to honor the people that are doing yep. what they can and, and try to encourage the people that are sort of, you know, frustrated probably by the scenario. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's, it was amazing. It's all been amazing. I'm blown away. I'm also blown away by some, uh, you see that segue there? Mm. Pretty good. Blown uh, away. Yeah. Speaking of blown away. Um, it was windy today. Oh, <laughs> no, we're about to talk about it. Now we got to get out of it. Windy. More like. Uh, <laughs> windy. The wind blew some reviews right to our door. Wow. <laughs> um, so, windy. so we love the reviews that you guys leave on the podcast. They're amazing. And we like to read a few here. Yeah. Um, this one actually caught me off guard. It's really short. Um, it just says quick tip. This is an awesome podcast. <laughs> and this is the part that caught me off guard. I'm a 14 year old from Florida who was introduced to this podcast earlier this year. I've enjoyed listening to both of you. While I get ready for school in the morning and you are encouraging to me as examples of adults that are living for God while also having a positive online presence. Thank you. Okay. I love you. Bye. XOXO Stella. What? All as you know, I don't know what episode we're on. But I have literally never pictured anyone that young listening. Yeah. Was like, what were you doing at 14? Oh, man. I think I was uh, shoplifting from a liquor store getting chased <laughs> by the police through a neighborhood. Oh, that's very specific. So, yeah. So, so something, something like, that. like that. Maybe not I don't, that. Yeah. I don't know if that is exact. I might have been 14 and a half when that happened. Right. But at 14, I was yeah. probably doing something dumb. The... Uh, Right before I turned 14, so I would have been about to go into ninth grade. So, like, I it was the summer before, yep. and then I entered ninth grade, and then I would have turned 14 that October, okay. like, right away. So, it was that summer right before that, when I was, so I was 13, almost 14, when we, uh, our family went on that cruise uh -huh. where, my, where my uncle got married again, and... <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's okay. He's not listening. <laughs> Love him dearly, but he's not. And um, that's when I got my uh, my braids, oh, my Monica braids, my Monica wow, from Friends braids yes. with the beads. Yes. Yeah. Those pictures are embarrassing. I know, but my swimsuit's <laughs> pretty cool. So that's yeah. what I was doing when I was almost fourteen. Yeah, I was breaking law. Breaking the law. Breaking the law. Breaking, breaking the law. law. Um, I don't know if I'll yeah. tell that story now. No. I will tell that story <laughs> yeah. sometime. This is just a teaser. Not now. We're, we're not going to re-record. We're already <laughs> doing this. So. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, what's the youngest age you pictured listening to this podcast? Mm, college. College, like 18? Yeah. 19? Yeah. So 
Stella, thank you very much for listening. That really means a lot to us. And, it does. Um, yeah, I just, I, I feel honored by that. Yeah. Like, you know, 14 year olds, you, you picture them like they would never have time. They wouldn't want to listen. choose to do that. Yeah. Maybe, you know, also, I, I don't mean to relate your name to a squirrel, but I'm going to, we do used you, to, we used to yeah. have a squirrel. This is a crazy story. Well, and when I say have a squirrel, I mean, she lived outside, but we could hold her. Yeah. Her name, so that's we, what I so mean we named I her have. Stella and she used to eat out of our hand yeah. and she would just walk up to our door and she'd kind of peek in the door like, Hey, I'm out here. Oh yeah. What do you have for she me? She would find a way to look in windows. And so we would walk out there with all sorts Whatever. of nuts, peanuts, Seeds. almonds, cashews. And if you pecans. sat on the deck, like she would crawl over your legs. Yeah. It's like the craziest re- little reach. thing. And if, have you, have you ever touched squirrel hands? They're crazy. <laughs> yeah. Those claw finger things yeah. they have to climb trees are insane. <laughs> yeah. But she was really nice. Yeah. She's dead now. <laughs> um, I think as she died of ne- as every dead animal that has ever died. died. Um, she died of natural causes. She was old. Yeah, she was old. Real But old. super friendly. Um, the next review says, and I laughed at this, <laughs> uh, the title of it, I think I am broke, question mark. Three question marks. Um, I struggled with the idea of sharing my thoughts in a review and that my voice really does matter. Then I realized it's time to take a relationship to the next level. <laughs> From the office quotes to expanding your understanding of God's role in your life, this podcast has been such a blessing. As a fellow nine wing one, every single thing that Brooke says relates to my soul in a way that I didn't realize other people think it was when Brooke was describing her table for the dominoes in the last episode that seconds before I said to my simple card table, kind of wobbly. And she said those exact <laughs> words, which led me, led me, led to me just awkwardly laughing in the living room. This podcast has helped process through so many things on, on my own that I'm able to bring into my relationship with others, including my fiance, a six wing five, but sometimes a little seven ish. The last two episodes were necessary for me to hear. I've been struggling with not, with <clears throat> not usually big emotions because this is the season I was supposed to be having a bridal shower, going through premarital counseling, preparing for our wedding at the end of June. Everything is now up in the air and that is not where I thrive. It's been rough, but finding ways to help me realize that my voice matters and it's good to know where my dominoes are has been so helpful. Thank you, Brooke and TJ for all the work you put into walk and love. Your shirts are amazing. The designs are inspiring. The things you do with this brand is changing lives. Okay. I love you. Bye. Danica from SoCal. Oh, that's really sweet. And I'm really sorry that your wedding is up in the air. That cannot be easy. We used to be uh, wedding photographers for seven years. Yeah. And we still have friends in the industry. One of them texted me and was like, bet you're glad you're not a photographer right now. Cause he's like rescheduling stuff and and Brooks brother's a DJ and he's rescheduling. And it's just like, it it can't, It's, it's not easy. Yeah. No, but your wedding's just a day and your marriage should last your whole lives. So <laughs> yes. that is something that I think would help yeah. at this time. Um, or you just rolled your eyes at me cause you've heard that before and you're just like, <laughs> and Danica's like, well, I like Brooke. <laughs> um, so the other thing that we do is we leave, we post an Instagram for yeah. every podcast episode. And I really liked this last Instagram because mm-hmm. it was all about the Domino's episode, which yeah. Is honestly that might be one of my favorite episodes we've done. Yeah. Um, just because I felt like it was one of those things that we were like kind of unpacking as we go. And since we've talked about it, I feel like there has just been more revelation in my brain about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what what did you think about it? About the episode? Yeah. Oh, I loved it. 
yeah, I mean, I was excited to talk about it. I knew that it was something I wanted to, I just, I just knew when we heard it, the, the original like analogy that I was like, that is not just nines. Yeah. That's not just, that's everybody. Everybody's got their table. Um, yeah. So a couple comments were really great. I mean, all, all the comments were really great, but this one actually made me laugh out loud. <laughs> no, I know which one it Type is. Type eight here. I don't want anyone to touch my dominoes. Don't you dare touch them. I do what I want with my dominoes. And sometimes out of rage, I'll knock them all down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. Uh, another one says, as a one, my dominoes are organized and are expected to stay where I put them. I've got the plan and I know how to put it into action. Often I overthink and have too many backup plans because life happens. The rows of dominoes can often get too close because I've got too many plans in place. And that's when all seems to crumble and I'm left feeling and I'm left brokenhearted with a pile of dominoes, but probably not even on the table. But when I take the time to get out of my head and use the organizational skills to help others and not solely serve myself, I can add more space between domino rows and let them fall as they may, knowing that the one I put my faith in has the true has the true good plan for my life. Mm. Um, I'm a two, but I but I can not think of what my table would look like. Maybe I would be trying to help everyone else set up their dominoes. <laughs> a lot of twos said sort of similar things. Yeah, there were a couple of twos that said like I think I put my dominoes on other people's tables, mm. like between they don't even have a yeah table. between all theirs. Yeah, like as like try to hold them up if they don't want them to fall. Mm. I was like, man, that's, it's powerful. Um, fellow nine here, when Brooke describes your table, what it looks like, it's probably exactly what I was picturing wobbly. And you said something after the episode. Yeah. So So we literally, we stopped recording, you know, like played the outro song and took our headphones off. Like we always do. And I was at the episode. I had to pee so badly the whole time. Okay. So I like bolted upstairs because I was like in pain because I needed to pee. And when I came back down, I was sort of taken aback I guess that that was the language I used to describe my table mm-hmm. because that is that's exactly what I was picturing and yep. truth be told there is part of me that I have actually played the game dominoes on a wobbly card table with my great-grandma like who lived to be 105 which is insane um so like it is that's crazy that is crazy, Isn't that crazy? And then I wanted to be like but like Stella she's <laughs> Right. So anyway, so there's part of me that can picture it because of that. But what I, what I didn't like that my language implied is that on the inside, everything feels wobbly and wonky and shaky. And like at any moment, the legs come out from under it. And I think there's a lot of truth to that. And that's why it's hit home with myself and so many people, but it like, it like shocked me as I kind of kept unpacking, like, why does my a physical table right. look like that? Yeah. Because on the outside... You're very steady and stable. I'm very steady. And you like that people say that about and people, you. Yes. And I like, I'm like, awesome. Yes, I agree. Yep. Like, I like that. Mm-hmm. But what the what that card table implies is that on the inside, that's not the case. Yeah, on the and inside. And all my energy is going towards making it look like I'm steady. Which is what a nine does. But I didn't know that. Yeah. I mean, I knew that. Right. I didn't know that. So it was yeah. just interesting yeah. that I was like, oh, mine looks like this, like yeah. without a doubt. And then was like, oh, gosh. And so I think the goal, <laughs> I think one of your goals could be like as a nine, as someone who maybe <clears throat> is so concerned with your internal piece that you will stack anything the way it can go to, to keep that internal piece. 
you have been sort of coming out of your shell more to just like express your opinion in the way that you feel it. And so I do feel like when you do that, your table gets sturdier. Mm. And when you do that, you add extra legs or whatever, you, yeah. you, you know, what, however you want to make the analogy go. <laughs> and you have been doing it, that. Extra legs. <laughs> and you have been doing that lately. And to your credit, I would say that you're actually this past Saturday, you celebrated a year of doing beauty counter. Yeah. Correct. Yesterday. Yesterday. Well, for us. Yesterday. Yeah. Um, and that was a big step for you because you took a step out mm-hmm. of maybe your internal piece to like attach yourself with something that, yeah. you know, an MLM or it's not yeah. an MLM, but people have that mean. sort of vibe towards Stigma. it. And you were just like, you were able to do that in a way that made sense to you. Yeah. But also that you kind of was like, I am not going to let these people slow, like bother me yeah. because I'm going to do it the way I want to do it. And if they, you know, if someone wants to, you know, whatever. Yeah. And so it was kind of cool to like, and as this year has gone by, I feel like you've, you've sturdied that table even more. Yeah. And, uh, and so I wouldn't say that your table is as wobbly as you probably think it is. Right. But it is. I would agree with that though, just over the last two years. But I think it is a lesson for nines out there to just like try to do things where they, they can say, Hey, my voice does matter. I do want to give my opinion. I do want to step out and say this and be okay internally with yeah. saying this. Yeah. So, um, yeah. I also like this one, uh, as a five, all my dominoes are organized and placed in an order that I think makes the most logical sense to me. I'll only knock them over if I'm prepared to replace them with identical dominoes. So as to not mess th- with the system that I have, mm. I was like, that's really good. Um, most of the comments were though about just being like, I agree with Brooke. <laughs> um, about, just about your analysis, like how you look at them and stuff. Oh, um, a couple of people were like, "I'm like TJ. Mine are every mine all look different and have yeah. different colors." I do think that one of the most powerful things you said were was, "I got to make cello, or <laughs> I got to paint a room, or I got to <laughs> do something to work." They're all the same size, yeah. and I think that is such a powerful. I think that's. Po- I think. <laughs> I think people who are nine who do identify as nines need to tell those closest in their life that. Because yeah. that is powerful for me to hear mm-hmm. about you because I want to understand that because for me, that's not the case. Right. They're all different sizes. They're, you know, they're, some are fun, some are, you know. Right. And so. And even now I'm thinking, why, why would they sell you all different sizes? Yeah. Why, why would there be different yeah. sizes? <laughs> that's a, a little bit of the one wing coming in. Uh, what? No. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. Um, we sh- should we re-record? Should we just redo this? <laughs> but I do think that you telling me that or a nine telling their husband or wife or parents or whatever yeah. that, I think that would give your parents or your husband or wife empathy towards you and really understand that like, you know, that to-do list, they're all the same size, no matter how big or small they are. And yeah. you carry that. And so as I've learned that about you, I think I've been able to sort of support you better. Yes. And, and so that's helped our relationship. So if you're out there and you feel like all of them yeah. are the same size, but you haven't shared that with the person that you share life with. Yeah. You should. Yeah. Right. Oh yeah. For sure. For sure. Like for sure. Yes. Like double for sure. all the way. Yes. Okay. All right. Anything else to add about the comments you saw or anything like that? No. Okay, cool. Well then let's go to the, Song of the week. <laughs> it's the song of the week. Song of the week. Do you want to go first or should I go first, babe? Okay, so <laughs> there's this meme going around <clears throat> that I think it's an I think it's an Enneagram meme. It's like, where do you want to eat, babe? 
And then the, the it's like the husband, okay. where do you want to eat, babe? And, and then she, it's every answer. Of, no, no, based no. On- it's her. It's just one answer. So oh. I don't know if it's an Instagram thing. I think it's just like a funny meme right now. Maybe it's a quarantine meme. I don't know. A corn meme. Corn. A meme team. Um, and it just says, I don't know, upstairs, downstairs, outside, on the porch. And so many people have sent that to us <laughs> because they're like, upstairs or downstairs, upstairs babe. Downstairs, babe. Which I realize now is not even in that episode. We played that episode. She only says, she, she goes, should we start upstairs? upstairs? And, uh, and then he says, whatever you want, babe. Yeah. And then they use the word babe like 18 yeah, times. Yeah, so I think funny. that's where we got it. But um, do you want to go first or should I go first for songs? Um. You go. Okay. My song is one that Brooke almost picked last week, but then she didn't Mm because she changed last minute. Um, Honestly, I've been listening to the Stephanie Getzinger album all week. It's literally almost the only thing I've played. Um, So I decided to do an oldie, but a goodie. It's called I Will Not Take My Love Away by Matt Wirtz. And I feel like this is one of the most powerful songs ever written. If If you listen to it from the perspective of maybe Jesus singing this to you. Yeah. It like will make you weep. It was in our wedding. It was in our wedding. Not played, but just read. It was, yeah. But it's pretty short too. It's only uh, two minutes. Yeah. I'm just talking over the intro, but should I? Who knows? <laughs> it's a long intro. Well, that's why I was talking, and you it's just were giving two minutes. I didn't mean to give you. Looks. <laughs> you're giving me looks. You're giving me the eyes. Like, what are you doing talking over the intro? I'm gonna stop. I will not take my love away. When phrases cease and seasons change, the whole world turns the other way. I will not take. So good. It's so good. And like you said, it's short. So we will add that to the playlist. Yeah. Both playlists are in the description one for Apple Music, one for Spotify. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I really like that song. So whenever I think, like, so last week my song was, uh, I can't remember the name of it, but it's on that new Stephanie Gensinger album. So whenever I have an get, al- get, get singer, Gecklinger, get Gocklinger, Swami, Swami, <laughs> Samsonite. I know it started with an S though. Um, and I only, like, so this is what I'm trying to say. Last week I picked a song from an album and then this week I didn't change the album. Like I didn't right. find anything new. Right. So then I go back and I kind of throw it back. Yeah. And that was the Mount words. Just kind it's of a good throwback. one. It's a really good one. Yeah. What was your song? My song is called not even now by Elisa Turner. Um, you may have heard some of her other songs. I feel like it was maybe wish years ago that some of them were on the radio um but sort of an acquaintance friend from when i was younger um yeah she's very very talented and i've listened to her music for years and i'm so thrilled that she's like quote making real music now
um, appropriate much. Yeah. <clears throat> That's yeah. good, babe. It's a it good is. song. It is. They're all, that whole little, it's an album, but kind of like an EP. I don't actually know what they call it. But it's an EP. It's an Alyssa EP. Turner. Alyssa Turner EP. Yep. I just started another song. It's okay. Um, yeah. So we'll add those both to the playlist. Yeah. And uh, you can listen to it at your leisure. Let us know if you listen to the playlist because I hope you do. Yeah. Um, it's a good one. So, Brooke, how was your week? Fantastic. Fantastic. My week was good. My week, my week was good. That's, the, that's the crowd just likes it. it. It was good. It was How do we get that many people in this basement? Are we breaking the self-distance, <laughs> social distancing laws? Oh, for sure. I mean, uh, no. No, no. We did get the, the call down that you're supposed to wear a mask outside. Yeah. Um, and I went to Costco today. I, I don't like wearing masks, and I don't get close enough to people, um, <laughs> and I don't feel the government can tell me I have to do something. Right. There's a, this little thing called freedom. Right. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Mm-hmm. Apparently, we've all stopped just... Right. And again, I want to flatten the curve. Correct. But it kind of feels like when you're out in public, you're in some sort of like... It's weird. Weird Wild West movie. Yeah. Like, you know, like and there are bandits walking around with the bandana. Because <laughs> like most people are wearing bandanas because that's all they have. That's all they have. And uh, like today, I, I went to Costco to get some things. And then I was driving home and I decided to stop at Starbucks and I wanted to get my mom a drink because she was like, I've been craving a cappuccino. Yeah. And so then I was like, I'm going to pull up and leave it on my mom's and my parents' doorstep. Yeah. And uh, and I was driving through their neighborhood and there was a man walking by himself Yeah. On in my parents' neighborhood, which is not a busy place at all. They live no. in the suburbs. He had gloves, the bandit mask, what? glasses... Like goggles? Well, uh, again, I don't know. It was quick. I was driving by and like, you know, a hat. And I was like, you're You're not even, you're alone. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's weird. That's odd. And, uh, but it's just, it's just sort of depressing to be out, out and about. Yeah. Like it's nice to get out of your house. Right. But then you get somewhere and you're like, oh, we live in some weird post-apocalyptic. It's very weird. Unsettling time. Yeah. The mask is unsettling. It is. And then you're like, well, maybe I'll, maybe I'll make it a little bit better to see me and I'll draw a smiley face on it. Oh and then my you, gosh. <laughs> tell me you have not done that. That is terrifying. Just like a, a Joker style smile. Right. Face. Maybe I'll just paint with this red paint <laughs> a face on here. Um, <clears throat> anyways, how was <laughs> your week? We kind of did a little bit of the week recap on Thursday. Yes. Because we recorded an extra podcast. Yeah. So do we, just go back to Thursday or do we go I don't all know. the way I'm back? I'm very confused. I, the week was good. <laughs> Up, update. The week was good. And I, I mean, I, I, I guess I said this, that I spent the whole week getting ready for yeah. the collection. We did have to. that is still true. That is still true. We did have to do a reset. We had some stress mm. on Monday. I had some stress on Monday. Unwarranted stress that I <laughs> had to apologize for a little bit. Not a full apology, but just like a halfy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Brooke <laughs> and I actually said, hey, do we need to just do have a redo tomorrow? And we did. Yeah. And we did. We actually did. Yeah. Not just like, here's a good idea. But yeah. For real. And the redo advice, I think, was from someone, a friend of ours that was like, sometimes I just tell my kids, hey, do you need a redo? Yeah. And, and I give them that chance to like kind of. That was from our last session in California. Right. Yeah. 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 And so we did a redo 
and we give it to June. Reset or reset. It doesn't always work with kids because sometimes they're just like too emotional. But (laughs) it did work for us because we're adults. Right. (gasps) Wow. Amazing. Um, Yeah. So the week was spent getting ready for the collection. We launched it on Friday. It was amazing. You guys are just incredible. It's still available. Um, And then we had family dinner, which was really fun. Ice cream Mm -hmm. sundaes. The works. So good. So good. Ordered. Ice cream is so good. Ice cream is so, so good. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> There's just like nothing to like complain about. End of like, let's just sit in silence and think and about let's it. Let's just for think a about our ice cream. And now that almond milk is ice cream is a thing, we can do it. Yeah. Because before ice cream would make me want to cut out the alien that was then growing inside of my stomach. <laughs> cut it out of me. Cut it out of me. Um, and yeah, so this the, today we spent the day sort of just like being outside and yeah, just enjoying the nice, nice weather. I'm hoping that the heat comes so it can burn out this virus. Uh, June has been praying that the virus ends, which has been really yeah. sweet every night. Um, the kids definitely understand. I mean, Sunny doesn't understand, but June understands it. Her cousin Pearl understands it. Yeah. They talk about missing places. You know, we've been trying to like sort of encourage the, uh, like, what do you miss? Yeah. You know, sort of so people take, like, so they take, ownership of the things that they like, yeah. you know? So like, what do you miss? I miss going to school. I miss going to gymnastics. Yeah. And we're just trying to like, Sweet. you know, talk about those things and, and not just ignore them and be like, Oh, we can't go. Like, you know, talk right. about the good yeah. kind of vibes that they bring. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as we've sort of been living this quarantine life, I don't count the days, which I think is smart. Cause I think yeah. if you're like, you know, it's not prison, <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> the Dementors. <laughs> um, what's the worst thing about prison? The Dementors. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but I do feel like something that I've been noticing, and Brooke kind of when I kind of brought up this topic idea to Brooke, she was like, "Yeah, I feel like I feel like there's something mm-hmm. there." And then she kind of had confirmation as as she was thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> what is that? Th- oh man, there's a fly in our basement. I thought you were right waving at someone out the window. Is, it is obnoxious. Oh, there it is. It's on my cup. Oh man. Flies are the worst. Um, Ready everybody? This is really exciting podcasting. Oh, it's it flew away. It flew away. Um, <clears throat> something I've been noticing sort of on the Instagram social media feeds yeah. during quarantine. And I, and I hope that I can say this in a way that's not offensive because I'm not trying to be offensive. I'm just trying to be encouraging of a trap I think that we could all fall into. Right. Uh, you know, cause I don't think this is a hundred percent. Like if you do any of this, it you're getting trapped. But I do think if we just do this for the next month, you yeah. know, cause it seems like it's going to last through April. Like we're going to be sort of yeah. social distancing at home. So, so it's the beginning of April. That means we have a whole month ahead of us of sort of like twilight zone life, <laughs> no, quarantine life. You know, yeah. and so there's this sort of <laughs> thing that I've been seeing kind of on Instagram is like, you know, quarantine self-care. Like, that's the way I would describe it. Right. And it's always sort of shown with someone painting their nails or mm-hmm. doing one of the face things. Face mask. Or, you know, whatever. Like, I, you know, I put my makeup on and got ready to go nowhere. Self-care. Right. Stuff like that. Yeah. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. Right. In it of itself. What are other examples that are not female related. Um, see guys don't really post about that kind of stuff, but for me it would be like, 
I just played video games all day, self-care, just relaxing, self-care, you know, like quarantine life. Yeah. Quarantine life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't think guys would ever refer to it for themselves as self-care. It would be like, I just want to relax. Right. And that's what they're, that's the underlying idea. Yeah. 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 Girls always have like nicer names for the things that they want (laughs) to do. You know, they're better at branding the things that they do for themselves. (laughs) Um, but for me, it would be like, yeah, I just want to watch a movie and lay on the bed, lay mm-hmm. on the couch or whatever. And so what I want to sort of just like caution you for and me, especially because like I can, I can relax, I can self-care with the best of them. Yeah. I could sit on mm-hmm. a couch all day and watch movies. Yeah. With it I blows my mind. No guilt or shame. Right. Um, so I understand how to go. Like I could spend, you know, and honestly, if it wasn't for kids, (laughs) I could do that even easier. You know, we have kids that need to be fed and poop and pee and, you know, get energy. Yeah. So, so be fed. (laughs) The options of just relaxing are not as prevalent for me, but if you're single or, you know, you're just married and you don't have any children and you're at home and like, you know, self-care could become a thing that's just like, oh, that's all I'm going to do. Yeah. And I think the problem I have with sort of that message is not that taking care of yourself isn't important. I absolutely think it's important. Yeah. The problem I have is, is we have been given a unique opportunity that probably will never happen again in our lifetime. Uh, Maybe, hopefully not. Right. You know, that we have a month or two months to that kind of not do anything. Yeah. And some of us are working from home, well, so like yes, we're still working, yes. but like all the extra, yeah. maybe outside of work. Unfortunately, some of us aren't working, which is frustrating, I know. Yeah. But we have this like long extended period of time of just like being. And I feel yeah, being more still than American than culture is. allows. Yeah. And I feel like if we spend that month doing self care, right? Painting our nails, putting a charcoal on our face, et cetera. <laughs> Watching TV, playing video games, entertainment, watching every celebrity video (laughs) um, that we will, on the other end of this, be frustrated that we didn't take the time to do soul care. Yeah. And so so that's where I was kind of like, this is sort of like soul care is more important than self-care. I do think that both are important. Yeah. But I do think that we have this really unique opportunity to feed our souls, get in touch with who we are, be still, uh, try to understand what God is trying to say to us. Yeah. Sort of like my open hands analogy earlier is like we have this opportunity to open our hands up and say, Lord, speak to us, tell us what you want from us. And we, we've we never had it in in this like sort of community cultural right. event yeah. Magnitude. Um, and so I think that there is such an opportunity here to dive deeper into the, who the Lord is calling you to be. Right. And I would hate, you know, to use the nail polish analogy. And if you paint your nails today, like I'm not. Right. I painted my nails I'm not today. dogging on That's you. That's not the point. That's not the point. <laughs> but it's like, let's say you have a broken finger and you paint your nails. Right. Like that's not going to help. Right. You know, yeah. You know what's going to help is understanding where the break is. You know, putting uh, what are those things called? Like splint, a splint. Mm-hmm. like a splint on it. You know, yeah. And so, like, and getting and allowing it to heal, yes. so that then you can go use it. 
let's just say you paint your nails and you just try to use your finger to the same way, well, you're probably going to hurt it and damage it more. And then you're yeah. going to come out uh, two months later and be like, you know, you got, I should have used that time to heal my finger. Yeah. Now I've got troll hands <laughs> and no one wants I don't troll, want hands. troll hands. <laughs> and ah. so, so to use that analogy, it's like we have this time to sort of splint the fingers, splint the, splint the, right. the, the parts of our soul. Not that we're going to heal them forever, but right. we can start that sort of long process and we can do it in a way where we're not distracted or we can eliminate a lot of distractions. Yeah. And I just want to encourage people to do that. Yeah. You know, because I think, I think it's just like this, this is totally unique. It's never happened before. And so we just yeah. like, because when we like, when we stopped walk in love, which was, you know, over a year December, ago, 2018. Right. And then we went into that new year. So it was like January, February, March, April of 2019. Um, we weren't quarantined, of course. No. Like we were we were leaving our house. But I will say that like financially things were so tight for us that yeah. we did nothing. Yeah. We didn't leave our house. Right. It was driving you insane, I yeah. remember. And so we sort of went through this I don't want to call it self-quarantining because that, that was not the objective, but it was similar in some ways yeah. because we had stopped everything. Yep. We were not doing anything extra, even just like I mean, even like going to Target just to walk around. Like we weren't because right. we, were just we, to we couldn't money, buy anything. Yeah. We're like, well, if we go, then we'll get a drink and blah, blah, blah. Um, so I I say I, I bring that up to say that I know I'm on the other side of knowing what a month or two months or three months or four months or however long of slowing down and like doing some deep thinking and having some hard conversations. Like I know mm-hmm. how good that is right. and that it has continued to produce yep. good things and fruit. It wasn't like, yeah, use your troll hands analogy. <laughs> like it, like we didn't fix everything in no. those four months no. by any means, but we started what we learned that like the the base foundation yep. blocks that we started to lay then mm-hmm. are what we are still building upon now right and that we would not be where we are if we had not done that and it was almost it wasn't even as much of building a foundation it was it a lot of it was digging up the foundation and oh, yeah. realizing was, like oh was, there are some cracks in here that yeah. we need to talk about and understand and yeah. patch up and yeah. not just build a different house on top of this foundation. Correct. And yeah. you know, that, that goes back to sort of what I said earlier was like, it just feels like, man, that is all worth it. Regardless, even regardless of some of the success we've had financially, it, it's just worth it emotionally. Oh yeah. Because even it's like, why my table's not so wonky anymore. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you had said, um, kind of earlier, like when we first sort of brought up this topic, you, you kind of had two things that you wanted to sort of add, um, that you read like well, literally in the last day. Yeah. Yeah. You well, know, you were, you said it just a little bit ago, you were talking about how it's easy during a time like this to just fill your time with distractions, right. whether for someone like right. you, it might be Netflix for, I think a lot of people it's phones and yep. screen time and just watching Instagram right. stories and yep. TikToks and like just consuming mindless yeah. stuff. <laughs> and I guess that's where I, that's why I kind of started with the self-care. Cause I think that we can say, Oh, but I'm doing self-care and that sort of adds like a nobility to it. Like 
if we're just watching TikToks, we realize, okay, I've just wasted two and a half hours. Yeah. Um, and there's like mm-hmm. s- some guilt and maybe a little bit of shame in that. Right. Right. But if we take that two and a half hours and be like, well, I kind of pampered myself and I made myself feel good about myself and like, right. not to it, say that doesn't have value, but that if you just keep doing that, yeah. that again is just painting the broken fingers. Right. You know? So, so it's like this interesting sort of like where, yeah. Anyways, go on. Yeah. I just, I love our troll hands. Yeah. What's our hashtag? Hashtag troll hands. No, but we don't want troll yeah. hands. Hashtag no troll hands. Okay. <laughs> Let's keep it simple. I eh? like it. I like it. Um, so I don't even need to read this whole thing, but the title of my like single page devotion today was, it'll be hard to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus if they're on each other. Who we watch shapes what we'll become. And then the verse is Hebrews 12, 2. Fixing our eyes on Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of faith. But really, it's that top line. Yeah. It'll be hard to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus if they're on each other. Yeah. And that, that I think a little bit of that is like a, a, a message in comparison. Right. Like, oh, what are they doing? Blah, 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 yeah. blah. But also, I take it so literal yeah. this time. Like, literally, they're on each other. We yeah. are watching other people live their lives. Yeah. You guys watch us. I'm not all anti watching people's stories. That's not the point. But like, you know, well, I'll follow that up. So like, you know, it's literally who you're watching, what you're doing. Um, Our eyes are on each other, but then who we watch shapes what we'll become. Right. And I just watch like, again, literally we, we are watching videos. We are watching living out quarantine. Right. And so that could be something that actually really, fills you up and it fuels you and makes you go, yes, I love that. Right. I love what they're doing. I'm taking that. I'm running with it. Because we have so Here many friends on the internet that are just doing amazing things. Like Jordan Dooley pops in my head. She's yeah. like as go-getter as you can get. Yeah. And she's just like being super encouraging and positive during this time to like yeah. serve her audience. And yeah. if you're consuming her content, I can see why it can help during quarantine. Yeah. Hopefully our content also helps during quarantine. Yeah. But if it doesn't, and if it makes you feel sort of the swirliness of swirlies, <laughs> which is sort of that, like, it's kind of like heartburn. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, very familiar. Yeah. It's like a cross between heartburn and gas, Anxi- I think. Oh, anxiety. no. Uh, anxiety. And gas. <laughs> um, then stop watching our content. Right. You know, hopefully we encourage you and inspire you to do cool things and to, like, think about how you're going to pursue Jesus in yeah. quarantine. But yeah. if we don't, right. We'll be the first to say, Hey, don't, you know, take a break. Yeah. Um, but anyways, go on. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, you know, I, I just, that kind of hit me hard. Yeah. Um, cause you can take it so literal. It'll be hard to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus if they're on each other. Yeah. Now, of course, that does not mean don't help anybody. Right. Never help your name. Like, yeah. it's not saying oh, like only yeah. forever all the time, put your eyes on Jesus literally and never help, help yeah. anybody in need. Because I think now is the time that people do need help. Right. And I think we do need to check in on people. Like, I had someone Marco pull me yesterday and was like, hey, just checking in to see how you're doing. Like, right. you know, I, she was just sort of expressing that she actually feels like not many people have checked in on her. And that was kind of bumming her out. Right. Um, and it was just a reminder. Yeah, I have of like, a few people that I've been checking like, out. Yeah, I need yeah. to, you know, and it's funny. I'd actually written her name down that morning of people to check in on. And then mm. she had messaged me, which was great. But yeah, I think the self-care versus soul care. I just think it's hard to get to that soul care part. Right. The, 
the time, the quietness, right. the just making it a priority when you are distracted. Right. And one of those main distractions is a device. Is a phone, yeah. Is and watching I, other people. And I'm sure that screen time is going up. If you get your notifications, I don't know, some people just turn them off because they feel guilty. Um, you know, I know that screen yeah. time went up for us this week. You know, one that was well, just collection-based. It always is launch week, regardless of yep. quarantine. And yeah. so, but we are aware of that. And so we will balance that out with some time away from our phones when, when our collection is done. Oh, yeah. Um, but I do think that there's an opportunity here again to do some soul care. And so for Brooke, you know, I want to ask you, like, well, what does that look like to you? Oh, and then uh, secondly, the bo- the devotional that Brooke is reading is called oh. Living Grace, Walk and Love by Bob Goff. I know people are going to wonder. So we'll link that. Yes. It's amazing. It is. And it's just like one One page, page. a day. Yeah. Yeah. A 365 day journey. Yep. And it's a walk and love on it, which yeah, is so cool. Which is so cool. And Bob Goff is someone I want to meet in real life. Yeah. Anyways. It'll happen, babe. Yeah. You just keep waiting at Disneyland. Yep. I'll be there. I'll be there. I'll be there. Hey, Bob. Welcome to Disneyland. I, I go up you. to all... <laughs> I go up to all the, uh, like, uh, characters. Bob, is that you? Bob, are you in there? <laughs> blink, blink, if it's me, if it's you. And the, and the characters are like, their eyes are painted open, <laughs> like your smile mask. Yeah. Um, so what does soul care look like to you during this time or during the time that we really were, I mean, that time hasn't stopped, you know, right. the t- but we slowed down. Yes. What did it look like you did? to you then what advice would you give to someone who's sort of like slowing down for maybe the first time in their adult life or in their, you know, career or whatever. Right. What kind of advice would you give to someone sort of entering that space right now? Mine looks a lot like silence and being alone. Now I'm not like out in the middle of nowhere. Like I don't, I don't need solitude in like this kind of extreme I'm on a mountain, like, sense. You're scared of heights. Right. (laughs) That sounds terrifying. (laughs) I would not be silent. I would be screaming. Um, (laughs) Help! Help! I'd be like, she's fine. She's doing her quiet time. It's okay. She's just getting it all out. She just loves the Lord. Um, (laughs) Don't save her. But, like, yeah, mine does. My, for me, it looks like not playing music, not doing anything extra, trying to be trying to let myself get there in, in my internal thoughts mm-hmm. so that I actually think about some things, pray about some things, have a conversation about things mm-hmm. that I wouldn't get there otherwise if I just had noise, had noise. I mean, and you know it, I'm yeah. always like, I don't want to say it cause it'll turn on my phone. Yeah. But I'm always like, Hey device, stop. Yeah. Because it just, I need to quiet it. And then right. that's, I know that's part of probably being a nine and that's not for everyone, but that's what it looks like to you. It is. And it, and and then it's like sometimes I I listen to sometimes I listen to music on purpose then right. as my like connecting point. Um sometimes I read something, sometimes I don't do anything and I just mm-hmm. you know like even something as silly as when I'm like curling my hair or something. Right. To not blast a podcast and right. just like fill, 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 yep. fill because I'll think about it. It's, it's why everybody's like, Oh, I thought of it in the shower. Right. You it's know, like it has like, times right. Or I was just about to go down to lay down for bed. Yeah. I had this amazing idea and it's cause we're not doing anything else during mm-hmm. that time. And so our minds are actually capable of, Hey, thinking about something else a little bit. Right. And that is when I'm able to kind of get to these 
soul moments that mm-hmm. then lead to me being like, man, I need to look into that more. And so I can look up scripture or pick a book or, you know, mm-hmm. do something about that. Yep. <clears throat> um, I mean, so many of the thoughts I've had and converse, conversations I've had with myself about the Enneagram right. and what my number is and what yours is and, you know, what I think maybe some of the, the people in my life are. Right. Like, that's that's when I have quieted everything else yeah. that I really am able to give it my full attention. And that's when it's been the most impactful. Right, yeah. Yeah, for me, I would say that one of the best things that I've done for my soul is study the Enneagram. Yeah. Um, and I am a novice at it and I'm realizing how novice I am at it, which is good. And it's good that I, as a seven, that I still have <laughs> the desire to learn more. Yes. Cause normally it'd be like, ah, I want to get into woodworking. Well, I saw one thing. Yeah, I'm done. Right. You know, I made a stick. I made a shorter stick. I made, <laughs> so I, I don't want to draw fingers. I, I don't want to brag, but this stick used to be longer and now it's shorter. Right. So I'm a woodworker. Yeah. Um, that's sort of the, usually the path of a seven is like, yeah. I'm into this and now I'm not. Yeah. Um, I was actually not into it halfway through that sentence. Um, <laughs> so the fact that I'm still into it has really shown that I've had growth, but yes. I think I've had growth is because I understand that about myself. Yes. Um, and I just think like, you know, there are people like, I don't know if anybody poo-poos the Enneagram, but there's definitely like, there's, you might run into someone that's like, ah, you know, it it wasn't for me, you know? And I would just, or I think some people are like skeptical. Yeah. Like, I don't, does this really make any, Yeah, as someone who can be skeptical, like I still haven't seen the movie, the blind side (laughs) on principle because so many people told me I needed to see it. Right. And I will never see it. Sorry, Sandra. Um, (laughs) blind side. (laughs) But I was skeptical of it. And I was like, I'm the number that doesn't care about what number they are. You know, that was my line or whatever, you know. And then I started listening to the book. The Path Between Us really changed sort of my feelings about it. as Because I took the test, tested as a three. Started, I was like, oh, I guess I'm a three. I'm an achiever. That sounds right. I like to achieve things. Yeah. Started listening to that book and really just had my eyes open to like, wow, these are really accurate descriptions of people that I know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like real accurate. Yeah. Like, <laughs> does she know people that I know? Right. right. And is she writing about them? Right. And I just like saw the power of it. Yeah. And then as she started reading about the seven, it, it felt, and this is something that really matters to sevens is like, it felt for the first time, like, Oh my word, someone actually understands me. Yeah. And doesn't just look at me as a caricature. Right. Or doesn't just look at me as the funny guy. Like yeah. they actually see. It made you very emotional. And it makes me emotional even now because that, <clears throat> that idea that someone actually sees me for, mo- for the depth that I actually do have. Yeah. That I sort of mask and, and right. kind of with your troll hands. deflect. Yeah. With troll hands. <laughs> um, is like to, to know that an individual, a human on earth could understand me because of this personality sort of yeah, it's not device, even you know, but, soul yeah. device made me realize, okay, the God and the creator of the heavens and the earth mm-hmm. understands me that deep and even deeper and deeper and deeper and still called me out right. and still chose to love me and still asked me to be a son of his mm-hmm. and wants me to flourish and step into myself more and more. I mean, it was life changing. Yeah. And so for me, I will 
I will talk about the power, the positivity <laughs> of the Enneagram. Yeah. F- hopefully for the rest of my life because of what it did to my soul. Yeah. It, I feel like it unlocked something inside of me that, and some people might be like, well, isn't Jesus supposed to unlock it? I actually feel like he used it to speak oh, to me. Oh, it was the vessel. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. In a way that like made sense and mm-hmm. it clicked. Yeah. Cause like, I'm not a theologian uh, and someone's gonna be like, everyone's a theologian. I get that. Reading scripture <laughs> but is also diffi- I'm not. <laughs> yeah. Reading scripture is really difficult for me and understanding the word is sort of hard for me. And, yeah. I, and I've always felt like I don't feel like I'm very good at this. Mm-hmm. And to, to feel this sort of like emotional, relational connection with Jesus yeah. hadn't really, it had happened in my life, but not with that sort of depth yeah. as when I understood that like, oh, he created me this way for a purpose. Yeah. And, and these are the, good. and these are the best parts of that purpose. And I need to step fully into that. It was powerful and it still is powerful. I mean, yeah. every time I hear someone talk about a seven mm-hmm. and what they bring to the world. Yeah. I, I get emotional. I start to tear up. Oh yeah. And which is a big deal for us. Which is a big deal for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so that's, you know, so I'll, I'll talk about it all the time because I do feel like it gives you a better understanding of who God has called you to be because it better, it gives you a better understanding of your skills and your gifts and, and the things that you're good at and the positivity that you bring into the world and the blessings that you have and the talents that you have. And so like, there's that story of talents, like someone went out and they mm-hmm. multiplied them and someone, yeah. and someone dug them in a hole and, and buried them. And there was a part of me, I think that was burying them in. Right. And the Enneagram sort of showed me, no, these are good. You don't have to be, you don't have to be a version of yourself that you weren't created to be. Right. So step fully into this and watch God take it to a whole new level. And he did. Yeah. And we've experienced that this last year. Yeah. I've experienced more growth in the last year and a half than I have probably in my whole adult life. Yeah. Yeah. And I would, uh, and I would credit a lot of that to, to the Holy spirit using the power of the Enneagram to open my eyes to empathy, to love, to joy, to peace. Yeah. Um, and to a better understanding of myself and others. Yeah. <laughs> or something like that. You can just hit that record button right now. I think we're done. You know, and, and so we'll yeah. link some books. And again, I'm not, I'm a novice, right. like a hundred percent. Yeah. I still have to go and look at the chart and be like, how does this work? What is the numbers? <laughs> Who connects Who, to yeah. what? Yeah. But it is so powerful. And I really would encourage people to, at this time, give it a shot because yep. there you might- You probably have a little more time. You have a little more time and there just might be- something that it unlocks inside of you that helps you see who God created you to be in a whole new way. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, you know, we made <clears throat> someone actually posted on Instagram. She was like, the last time we talked about the quarantine and sort of like doing things to make your soul come alive. Yeah. She was like, I'm excited to, it's kind of changed my perspective because I was looking at this as a very negative thing, yeah. which in a lot of aspects it is very oh, it negative. Is. Yeah. Know, people are losing their lives and loved ones and that's horrible. Yeah. But there are some ways we can look at it as like something that something that can be positive or will be positive in the long run. And so she made the joke that like, you know, in two months, I'm excited to meet Long Paws, <laughs> which made me really laugh. Oh, I forgot about Long Paws. Um, God love him. But I do, <laughs> I do think that there is an opportunity here to do things. And, and my suggestion in a long roundabout way would be using the Enneagram, studying the Enneagram, figuring yeah. out 
what number you identify as, because yeah. I think there's going to be freedom in unlocking. Yeah. And if you are, if you're already familiar with it, right. it is so valuable to learn about all the numbers and to learn. And to keep studying it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like I've read a lot and I've listened to a lot about nines and sevens cause that's what you and I are. Mm-hmm. But anytime I listen to another, you know, another number, I'm just like, Oh man, that's, right. that is so-and-so. And that's why this, and yep. that's why, that's why there was that misunderstanding yep. or this is why we get along so well. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just able to better. I mean, calling the Enneagram a tool for empathy is, is 100%. like that is could that could not be more accurate yeah. and i think that's something that every, and i think empathy needs. leads to love yeah and love leads to grace yeah and i think as followers of jesus we've received grace but i don't you know we barely understand what that means yeah but as we become more empathetic, we become more loving. And as we become more loving, we become more filled with grace. Yeah. And then we start to get a picture of what Jesus actually did for us, yeah. which then fills us with more empathy and yeah. more love and more grace. Yeah. I think a lot of us have, have, an, have struggle finding that initial empathy. Right. You know, I could confess that I was probably one of the least empathetic people on planet Earth for mm. a while. Like, why aren't you doing it wrong? <laughs> Period. End of sentence. Not, yeah. why are you doing it that way? Explain it to me. It was, no, you're doing this wrong. Yeah. And I'm going to make you feel guilty about doing it this wrong. And I'm going to tell you you're wrong. Right. And I was a terrible boss because of it for a long time. And so, you know, there's a lot of guilt that I carried about that. And I've yeah. texted people and apologized. Oh, yeah. Um, And... I've had to work through that, but I think that was because I didn't have any empathy. I didn't have right. any empathy for any scenario that people were coming to work with. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't ever think about it. Right. And now I, I think about it all the time. Like yeah, today I was you listening, do. You do. <laughs> I was listening to, um, the sacred Enneagram and he was talking about Which ones. Which is a book. You were yeah, listening to the audio book. The audio book. And, uh, he was talking about ones. And which is the perfectionist. Which is the perfectionist. Brooke or is a wing. Reformer. Brooke is a wing one. Yeah. Um, I, I think I have a sibling that is a wing one. And when they said, I'm getting so emotional, but when they said ones are harder on themselves than they ever will be on you. Yeah. It made me realize that like, I sometimes look at my sibling who can be pretty hard and direct (laughs) and think, man, you need to lighten up. And then to think, and then to really think about that statement that like, she's even harder on herself and I'm worried about what she's saying to me. Right. And not what she's saying to herself. Yep. I mean, that'll... That'll wreck you. That'll wreck you and make you realize, wow, I need to be more empathetic. I need to be more loving because if she's being this hard on me at times, then she's being harder on herself. Yep. And so I need to fill... I need to help her and encourage her in all that she brings so she's not so hard on herself. Yeah. Goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you were... So to, didn't expect to get this emotional. No, me, so, me neither. To backtrack a little... You should we were, climb out the window or... Right, is this the moment? <laughs> <laughs> Strip the paint. Get the razor blade. Um, yeah. To backtrack a little, you said that you feel like the Enneagram was the vessel, or I, I threw out that word, Yeah. Um, that, you know, because you were saying, well, shouldn't Jesus be yeah. the, you know, the... Yeah. What were, you, what were you calling it? The source of whatever. Uh, sorry. I'm trying to go back and remember <laughs> it, but, and not lose my thought. Um, but it really was the vessel that yeah. got you 
to be, to have the relationship with Jesus you do have and to be who you are today. And I will say, and this is a funny tie-in with self-care versus soul care is like, and we were just saying that this one year that I've been doing beauty counter, which literally sells self-care products. It's like, you know, high, nice high end (laughs) skincare, charcoal masks, all that stuff. But I, I wouldn't have had the confidence to do that if I, if we hadn't started at the time going through the Enneagram, but it, that became the vessel for me to choose and decide that my voice matters, which matters to me in my number. Yeah. Like that was not something you needed to work through. Yours was primarily empathy, which all of us do, but that it was more something you needed a little more than maybe. And it was getting in touch with my emotions, which again, I think leads to a lot of empathy. If you understand, if I understand my emotions. Yes. It makes it easier to. Then I realize, oh, other people probably have these. (laughs) I just, I just didn't, or did I just discover emotions? (laughs) (laughs) You know, but that's really what happened is like, oh, I have these. Yeah. Brooke probably has them too. Right. Hey, Brooke. Maybe I should ask her. How are you the emotions that did you know? <laughs> did you know they existed? And internally, I'm some like, of them are good and some, some of them, of them are, are bad. bad. Oh my word. <laughs> yeah. And so yeah. Yeah. But it's it's so powerful and we'll just talk about it all the time and and I I am encouraged that I want to know more about it because normally I'll get into something and I'll I'll fizzle. It'll fizzle. Um you know, but yeah. I wanted to read that um, Instagram I saw and see if we could just chat about it for a minute yeah. and like tie it in. So um, someone I follow, they're like a graphic designer <clears throat> type person. So this is not the caption. This is actually the image, but it's just words. Art. Like it's just it's word art. Typography. Someone you know. call it art. Someone call it word art. Right. Art wart. Wart. <laughs> yeah. Troll. Is Trollian's name Wart? <laughs> is that her name? Oh gosh, it's a her. Why did I say that? <laughs> I guess because you were painting your nails. Yeah. It's a wart. I don't yeah. know. I love her. Um, okay, so it says struggling during <laughs> struggling. <laughs> struggling during quarantine shows me how not ready I am for quote, take the world but give me Jesus, unquote. Yeah. End quote, unquote. I still don't know. I don't know. No one knows. Um but that was just a moment today where I was on my phone. You know, and I was like, ah, get off your phone. Ah, this is like ah, <laughs> conviction. The, all the things are hitting me. Yeah. Um, and that does tie in because it's sort of like, you know, we, you know, we proclaim that all the time. Just need Jesus, you know, Jesus and right. You know, which would be the soul care. Yeah. And yet I think it's easy to find all of our joy in the world, in the world. Yep. And we, the world has been eliminated in a lot of ways. Right. And the, the first thing that I thought was like, well, so has our com- our Jesus community has also been That's eliminated. That's also been taken away right now. In, in, yeah. in, in the way that I think it was created to be person, f- physical, you yeah. know, face-to-face, yeah. not through Zoom calls. Right. Um, <clears throat> take, <laughs> take the world, but give me Zoom and Jesus. Like, that's not what yeah. we're... Um, yeah. And so, it, but, but there is a lot of truth to that, that like, you know, we, some people, you know, Christians are yeah. struggling just as much as people, not just as much. I don't want to just paint the blanket statement, blanket statement right. that, but like we should be the exception to, right. to the rule. And there'll be differences, I think within personalities as well yeah. on that. But like, yeah. yeah, we, 
as believers, as followers of Jesus, like we shouldn't, you know, just like that song, like we're not, it's not even now, not even now he's been defeated, Mm. you know, even through weirdness and quarantine and social distancing and everybody looking like a bandit from the wild West, like not even now. And we should find confidence in that. And we should be proclaiming that confidence in the way that we act and interact and speak and talk. And so like, I I I don't know if that's as obvious as it, as it probably should be mm -hmm. as, as the church right now. Right. You know, and I even think like, what would it look like if we did spend this time doing exactly what we've just been talking about this whole time? Um, to come out of it then and go back to work, go back to our or places go back of work to your and the restaurants, classroom, and the or wherever, yeah. and people be like, "Whoa, what? You're different. Yeah, you're. Yeah, your skin also looks amazing because of all that <laughs> self care. <laughs> but, but something is different. Yeah, like what? Tell me more. And is there potential that this this month of Sabbath or these two months of Sabbath or whatever you know, however you want to talk about them, right? Uh, these two months we take to to be still and know that God is God is the stillness before the storm of revival. Mm. You know, I get goosebumps thinking about that and that's what I want to happen. I want the church to come back and and not worry about all the extra (laughs) and just know that like, we just need to proclaim that Jesus is King Mm -hmm. and that he loves you and he's full of grace for you and, 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 and come back with that. Yeah. Um, because I think that, that there could be a powerful movement. I do think that there are people showing up in big ways. Like, I don't want to just paint with that broad brush, broad brush that like, right. You know, Oh, Christians are just being negative. Everybody's terrible. Yeah. That's not. that's not true. Like I will say like Jeff Bethke right now made this whole website, him and some other people. And I'm totally blanking on the people. It's like Annie something. Annie F. Downs. No, it's not her. It's someone oh, else. Okay. But they made this site of just like, <clears throat> Just it's Ways called just show up, okay. And it's yeah. like just show up, you know. And here's a list of people that need money for food and rent. And right. here's a list of people who need prayer. And like just show up and and wow and, and yeah, That's it's just cool. it's so incredible. And so like there are really cool things happening within the church. I don't want to just like be the Debbie. Say Deb- that everybody's yeah. negative, right? But like I do think that we also need to be wary of some of the decisions we're making over the next month and yeah. be cautious to just like dive into distraction, dive into just self-care, right. dive into just like... I mean, I saw it was funny and it, and it actually made me LOL, which was the meme that says, so I finished Netflix today Yeah, and I've, I chuckled, yeah. you know, because I was like, that's clever. Yeah. Uh-huh. I've seen Netflix. another one that was like, well, I finished the internet yesterday. It's pretty right. good. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But also yeah. some of us are doing that. Yeah. Like- <laughs> and so, yeah. So, so our, so my encouragement, Brooke's encouragement was just like find stillness, find literal quietness in your life. Right. Don't Seek just say, out. well, I'm not going to work right now. So this is it. Yeah. Like I, I don't think it, I don't think that's the full extent of what it might take yeah. for you to get there. Literal quietness. Yes. Like, like for me, it is, it is for me, it's quietness. More like than literally, stillness. I'm not sitting still. Right. Like I just said I was curling my hair or something, right. but there, it, it is quiet like this. But for a longer period of time. Way longer. Does that Boy. make you? Un- does that make people uncomfortable? Yeah, it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah. Um. So that that's one piece of advice that we have. Yeah. I'm trying to sort of wrap it up. Yeah. With some like takeaways. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, one of them. And then the other one for me is just like the enneagram. 
figuring oh, out. Absolutely. And, and you can go to the Enneagram Institute and take the $12 test. And I think that's a good start, but I don't think that's where you should end and be like, oh, I guess this is what I am. Because we both tested the stories. Yeah. And through months of reading and talking about it, we, months. we figured out, oh, that's neither of us. Yeah. Um, but it's just, yeah, it makes me emotional thinking about what it's done to my soul. Mm. And I think that it could do the same for you. Yeah. And so you have time. Yeah. Buy, buy the path between us. Download the audio book. Yeah. Uh, that's the one we started with. I think that's the, personally, I think that's one of the better ones to start with because it talks about it so relationally. Yes. And so much of how we understand ourselves is how we relate to others. Yes. And so like the the book, The Road Back to You, which is all about you as which an individual. technically the first book. Which is really great too. Same with the Sacred Enneagram. That one, that one's even more in depth. Right. Um, but The Road Back to You was so practical and matter of fact and relational that oh, it was yeah. like such an easy way to like walk slowly into the pool. Yeah. And understand the, like the Enneagram pool is so deep and there's so much there and there's, there's a lot, but the path between us felt like a really nice way to just sort of ease into into the water and really grasp it in a way that was just like tangible. Yeah. Um, yeah. In a way that kind of makes you want more. Like I just, that book was fantastic. I know I need to re-listen. And I love that she yeah, reads it. Yeah. I just love her accent so and much. And so so those are the those are two takeaways. Find yeah. stillness and, and and the Enneagram. Any other sort of nuggets? No, I just to go back to mine about quietness, like that was and I think we've talked about this on one of them. About well, you just did the like like this, and then we got yeah. quiet, you know. Is that in this world we so rarely have actual quiet. Yeah. Even like our refrigerators humming or somebody's mowing the lawn outside. Like there's almost always noise. Yep. And if you really seek out the quietest place you could find, it is unsettling. Mm -hmm. And that's what I would, I'm encouraging you to find because you'll, you'll get there real quick with like, Oh, that's what I need to think about and pray about. Or, you know, and in scripture, Jesus went away. Yeah. He went away yeah. to interact with God the Father in a yeah. time where, you know, right. there weren't planes or automobiles or right. the hum of and electricity. So the world or the, you know, well, yeah, the world, but the U.S. right now is kind of like... Quieter than it's ever quieter been. Quieter than it's ever been. And I'm saying, do it. Do it. Make it yeah. even quieter. Do it. Find it. Find the uncomfortable <laughs> What space. room is it? Where is it that is like yeah. almost unsettlingly, unsettlingly, is that a word? I don't know. Unsettling. Overflowman is though, for sure. <laughs> oh, you said one the other day that was definitely not <laughs> yeah, real. And I was like, yeah, oh, man, I should have written podcast. it down. Dang it. Um, but yeah. And then, yeah. and then do it for a minute. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's hard. Yeah. Should we do it tomorrow? Yes. Okay. Um, upstairs or downstairs? But I don't know. Okay. Downstairs. I think it's quieter. All of the dehumidifiers sometimes running. I don't know. I think June's room is pretty quiet. Our room is pretty quiet too. If you turn off the ceiling fan, sure, yeah, which is not loud, but uh, it does yeah. make sound. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. that's how quietness works. Uh, right. Sound, quick tip. <laughs> quick tip: sound disrupts quietness. Right. Anyways, wow. Um, hope that was helpful. Again, we know that quarantine is like sort of the buzz topic. Everyone's talking about and making memes about it and stuff like that, and <laughs> and it's it's just where we all are right now. And yeah. so we wanted we want to encourage we. we we probably won't do another episode like this for a while, hopefully. Yeah. Like, but we do want to acknowledge this sort of 
unique space we find ourselves in and give you actual practical advice to maybe navigate it if you're feeling unsettled by it. Yeah. Um, Because I do think it will benefit your soul in the long run and and will do amazing things and God will really speak to you in that time. Mm. Um, Also, the collection is still available. (laughs) Yes, it is. But we'll end with our two favorite segments that we always end with. Yeah. Strong feelings. Brooke, do you have them? I don't know if... I do. Yeah. But... I'll go first. My strong feelings, um, they're positive this week. I love audiobooks. Yeah. Uh, whoever the, you know, Audio S. Bookman the third, when he was like, hey, <laughs> let's... I knew that was going to be your joke. <laughs> it's not very good. No. But I wanted no. to try Should it. you try again? Um, when, Mr. Audiobook. <laughs> when Mr. Audiobook, when Franklin D. Audiobook <laughs> first said, hey, maybe someone should read this on a... On I'm, one of them, record? I'm one of those record players. I'm one of those phonographs, eh? What do you say? <laughs> I'm going to put your voice in the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put your voice on the records. Um, they're amazing. Yeah. And uh, I... It is such a helpful tool to continue to learn things. Yeah. yeah. And I really like... I like fiction. I like self-help. Mm. Not self-help. I like the Enneagram books. And I like fiction. Right, which might be yeah. put in that category, but um, I know what you mean. But right now I'm listening to, so there's this book series called Red Rising. I think I've talked about it here before, yeah. but I've never listened to it. I've listened to the fourth and fifth books, right? but I read the first three. And yeah. so now I'm going back and listening to the first three. And it's been a few years since I read them and yeah. it feels like a whole new story. Like yeah. I, I know what happens, right? but I kind of forget some of the in, intimate nitty gritty details. Yeah. Oh man, it's so Well, you good. were listening to a fight scene today. Fight you scene. were in the backyard today with a saw. Yeah. Cutting stuff down. <laughs> and I was like, oh, it's happening. <laughs> it's happening. This is crazy. Um, so that's my strong feelings. Yeah. I love audiobooks. Those are my feelings. Yeah. And they're strong. And they're strong. Strong feelings. <laughs> my strong feelings are that I just I'm so grateful that I feel honored yeah. that we do what we do for a living. Like yeah. it, it, it blows my mind a little bit. Yep. And when people ask, you know, I meet somebody new and they're like, so what do you do? And I'm like, well, we sell t-shirts for a living on the internet. Yep. And I, even as I say it, I'm like, this sounds dumb. Like this, <laughs> this sounds, sounds like, like it shouldn't work. Well, yeah. It sounds like it's not enough. Yeah. Or you're like, what? Like what kind of t-shirts? You know, yep. and I'm like, oh, like faith-based. And I just, I'm so grateful for it because I remember Years ago, when we were shooting weddings as our main job and source of income, um, I just don't think I ever could have dreamed it would be what it is today. And I don't, I don't mean financially. I really don't. I'm not, that's not what I'm taking into account. That just like, we would be doing this together. It would be all we're doing. Right. That we would have such a connection to people all over Mm -hmm. because of these t-shirts yep. like it's just it's crazy it's humbling yeah yeah which is why i think i keep using the word honored and yeah. not just grateful right because i'm not like super thankful hashtag blessed yeah like it's not that i mean it i feels, am thankful but yeah it just feels it deeper just feels and, like whoa that is that's and it and there's yeah. and there's this sense of like we never want to take it for granted no you know mm-hmm. and i think if you if you lose your thankfulness and your gratefulness for something, you start to take it for granted. And, yeah. and if you guys ever feel like, man, we get it. You guys, you know, you're thankful that we listen and buy t-shirts. Like <laughs> that's us 
it, it means more than just like maybe just you know thanks you know whatever yeah. like it, yeah and it's hard for us to communicate that I know in captions and, yeah but but yeah. I understand those are your feelings and they're strong strong feelings <laughs> um and then the last thing we want to do is a Mount Rushmore 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 <laughs> of mountains I wanted to keep it super light so I said how about we do Mount Rushmore of totally random things that make us so happy mm. like kind of things like oh yeah that, that i mean that's okay but right but you're like no it's the best, it's the best. <laughs> and someone's like actual best okay and you're like no it's really great yeah and like back off social distance <laughs> and you're like come over here i need to tell you how great this is so four things that just make us make me so happy that are, are totally random one is new socks which i don't know if that's as random i know a lot of people love new socks yeah. but Oh man. You've said something. If said, we're ever filthy rich. If I was ever like stupid rich, the one thing that I would do <laughs> that like people would be like, what a waste of money. Right. Like I'm talking du- like Bill D- Gates. Money. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Y- yeah. Obviously I'd help people and you know, all that. Right. But I would also buy myself a new pair of socks every day. You would just 365 days of new yep. socks. Yeah. And then would you donate it? Yeah, of course. I like that. Obviously, obviously. Yeah. 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 Cool, cool, cool. Um, but I love the feeling of putting on new socks. Yeah, I, it, it's I, pretty amazing. So good. Um, the other thing that is random that makes me so happy is office bloopers yeah. on like, I've watched these same blooper videos yes. multiple times. Oh yeah. And I just, I was like, we've definitely seen this. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh yeah, seven times. I already know that. But just watching people laugh at themselves yeah. or someone else be funny and just like, we, especially when you're not trying to laugh, like that's just so good yeah, to me. It's like church kill. And, and <clears throat> there are some bloopers that I've watched that I'm like, Ooh, there's definitely like a very sexual connotation to this cast. And like yes. all their bloopers are sort of around that, which yeah. I'm not a huge fan of, Yeah. but the office, it felt like their bloopers make it feel like that, that set was light and happy and fun yeah. and just enjoyable. So that's why I rewatch those all yeah. the time. Um, the other one is another YouTube thing, pitch meetings, which is where our phrase, yeah. wow, 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 wow comes from. But I don't know if I've ever f- enjoyed connected, connected and, like, yeah. and l- seriously loved, uh, like a channel, a, a, a like a series like a, of videos yeah, a bit within a channel with on YouTube yeah. as I do pitch meetings. Um, and then the other thing that makes me so ridiculous happy is kneading bread till it becomes bread dough. Bread dough. Yeah. You're smiling right now. It's just so fun. Like smiling it starts. Yeah, smiling's very It just starts all gooey and sticky. And then you're like, you're this, thinking, is, this is never gonna this turn is into never bread. gonna turn into bread. I'm bad at this. Oh, and you'll then, never find love. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then it does. And then it does, and, and it's you're like, delicious. And it's so yeah. So yeah. Those are mine. Yeah. Okay, so mine would be um Corn. <laughs> Not I, the band. No, I couldn't even tell you anything they sing. I just love corn. <laughs> I like corn on the cob. I like baked corn. I like cornbread. Popcorn. Popcorn. Corn salsa. What? <laughs> yes, that's what I'll pick. I feel like this is the scene in Forrest Gump when he's like, shrimp cocktail, oh, yeah. shrimp gum. Shrimp gum. <laughs> um, I do. I love corn. Um, I love, it makes me so happy. I call it perfect song timing. Yep. And I don't, I'm sure other people know it, but when you are listening to a song in the car and you get to your destination, you get home, you get to your restaurant, you get wherever. And the song ends at the exact time that you need to turn off your car. It's perfect song timing. Brooke literally like and is it makes overjoyed. Me so happy. 
I'm always like, oh, did you hear that? Yeah. Did you did you hear that perfect song? Oh, <laughs> man. It just, oh, it's so good. Um, satisfying. It is satisfying. Something else that makes me super happy is fresh sheets. That's a good one. Sort of like the socks. Yeah. Just, you know, they don't necessarily need to be like new. Right. But like clean. Clean. You get under those sheets it's and, like, and you get the leg swirls. Yeah. You just like need to swirl yeah. your legs around. Yep. And just feel the newness. Yeah. And then my last one is actually gum. And I thought of that as I, as you were saying, let's do our Mount Rushmore. And I was like, I cannot wait to eat two pieces of that gum that is right here on this table. Yep. I love gum. I've always loved gum. My dad doesn't chew gum. I know. That's so I I mean, I don't trust him. Yeah. I feel like it's smart not to trust him. Yeah. (laughs) I don't trust you, Steve, (laughs) but I, yeah. Like the other day I asked my mom, well, I guess it wasn't the other day. It was a while ago. Six months ago. Right. Yeah. Oh, what is time? <laughs> um, I was like, mom, do you have any gum? And she was like, no, cause she didn't. And then she was like, you and your gum. And it made me realize like, yeah. that is a true statement. Yeah. I love having gum. Nice. Well, it just that's makes a good me list. so happy. We'd love to know what your Mount Rushmore of random things that make you so happy. Yeah. Are. Um, and we also just wanted to say thank you again for listening, yeah. for buying t-shirts, for commenting and liking Instagrams for just inner for roasting me for not being able to find my oh, pockets. Oh man, so good. Um, it does just, we we're so appreciative. Anything to say? I don't think so. Well, thank you very much for listening. Okay. okay I, I love, love you. you. Bye. bye.